This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, I'm Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Doris Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast to coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us from the Humane Society of Tampa Bay is Dr. Jared Lazarus. Here to answer your training questions, your medical questions, and your adoption questions if you're looking to adopt a pet at 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Quinn and he'll put you on the air with us. That's 844-305-7800. The show is produced here at the farm by the ever so lovely Miss Lexi Lapp. Hi, John. Hi, Lexi. Hi. We're going to be speaking with Jesse Burns in about 20 minutes or so to talk with her about her film from Mutual Rescue. So stay tuned for that. But once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Jared Lazarus. I'm Lexi Lapp. And you're listening to Talking Pets. So, Dr. J, how are you? Everything Great. going well in your life? Awesome. How are you, John? I'm doing wonderful. I'm missing your other half today. Yeah, Georgia can't be with us tonight. Georgia's always on my mind. Oh, mine too. And I'm not any Ray, I'm not Ray Charles, but I mean, you know. <laughs> I like Georgia, so hopefully um, she's listening wherever she's at. I, I think she's at a party, you said. So yeah, yeah. Maybe she's breaking away and tuning in. Hi, Georgia. <laughs> hey, G. <laughs> so, what's new in your life in the in you know in the shelter and working at Humane Society and all? And oh, having a great time, living the life, you know, living yeah, the dream. Yeah. Humane Society, Tampa Bay. Working a lot. Working a lot. Yeah, that's it's cool. hard work. That's good though. So that yeah. means you're making some money. Keeps me off the streets. I need to work for you. <laughs> <laughs> so like with the humane society of tampa bay um they they have a lot of animals are they a, i don't even know actually are they a no-kill society or? it's a shelter as well as an animal hospital the animal hospital has a wellness section and a surgery section so, so can people bring their pets into the into the, absolutely oh well that's cool yeah and we see the pets from the shelter portion how hard is it for you, though, as being the doctor there and, and watching these animals, puppies, kittens, older dogs and cats coming in and, you know, not always getting adopted? It's got to be difficult. Sometimes it's hard, but, you know, we have a really high adoption rate. Good. So we're, uh, we're psyched about that. That's good. And um, when they come in, when people drop off animals for adoption as being the veterinarian there, do you have to do all the tests and so on and so forth on them? Well, there's a shelter veterinarian that does most of that. But I do, I'm one of the veterinarians who works in the wellness center where people, you know, anybody can come and, and get care for their animals. And we also, and animals that we adopt out come in through the wellness center to, to be seen as well for problems. Are you seeing a certain problem in, in pets these days? Like, for instance, dogs that are coming into your shelter? I've seen a lot of upper respiratory or respiratory um, viruses. There's been an outbreak of... Uh, influenza has been an outbreak. I heard of, about that actually. Yeah, that, you know, out in Montana recently there was an outbreak, and there was an outbreak of Campylobacter in about twelve states, which is a disease of puppies primarily, and humans can get disease, it. Deadly or usually not deadly, but we're seeing a lot of resistance to antibiotics. 
uh, in this Campylobacter species bacterial you, infection. You know, it's interesting that you say that because that's that's always a um, an argument in the human medicine as well because they're saying that many people are over medicating and bodies are becoming resistant, more resistant to antibiotics. So that's yeah. happening in the animal world as well. Absolutely, absolutely, and and you know. Just if you adopt a pet, if you adopt a puppy, just be aware of it. And if you pet your dog, or, you know, make sure you wash your hands really, really well. There's a, been an outbreak of um, well, 55 humans in 12 different states, Florida among them. Really? Yeah. So it's transferable. Yeah, it's transferable to humans. And you get severe stomach pain, some vomiting, you know, abdominal upset, nausea. It's kind of frightening when you think about it. I mean... In this day and age, it seems like things are starting to come back. You know, like back then it was like the plague and all, you know. Right. And, and there have been outbreaks of the plague in certain parts of the country uh, caused by rats. And I think one was even a squirrel or something like that. But that's like, I think it's what, the fleas actually that are on those animals? Uh, the rat flea? Yeah. Yeah. The rat flea. If you're talking about Yersinia pestis, the, the plague, the bubonic plague, so to speak. But um, So do you think there's ever going to be anything like... Um, the Walking Dead. <laughs> Hopefully not today. <laughs> not this weekend. We're in October, so you know. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of them sooner or later, if you know what I mean, costume-wise. But The Walking Dead, that's me yeah. on a Monday morning. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably all of us. <laughs> Every morning until yeah. that cup of coffee. That's right. So, that's right. Speaking of like waking up in the morning, why does it seem like... Well, I can't really say that, though. I was going to say animals seem to wake up with no problem at all. But like my one cat, um, Summer... Wakes up, no problem. She's like jumping, da da da. But winter, my white cat, I have to. I have, sometimes when I get out of bed, she's laying there on the side of the bed, and I have to check to make sure she's breathing. That's the kitten, right? Uh, well, well sort of kitten. Yeah, sort of kitten. She's going on two now, but um, she just looks like she's dead laying there, and I check her, and I'm like, oh my god, and she's breathing. She's just like in such a deep sleep. She's not a morning person. No, just don't give her coffee. But do they have those personalities like people? Do? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So some absolutely. some of them are spry and like, hey, let's go get them. But some of them are like, oh god, another not, morning. Not the human again, trying to wake me up. Yeah. <laughs> um, today marks four years that my cat has passed away. I got, the, I got the notification yesterday when I was at my friend's house. It was like eleven thirty at night, and it came up and it said four years since kitties died. And I was like, oh, where'd you get the notification? On my phone. I have it set in my calendar. Oh, so. really? Yes. I put it in my calendar just so I remember. Just uh -uh. so that I can always be like, oh, like... Because I had him for 18 years. He was my first pet. So it was really hard when he died. I'm sorry, Lexi. Thank you. She's in her 20s and she's forgetting dates already. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't even remember yesterday, let alone, <laughs> let alone four years ago. But, yeah, I mean, if, if I don't write things down or put things in, like, you know, some kind mm -hmm. of form, I don't remember them either. So it's, it's, it's hard getting old, isn't it? I plan on living forever. Yeah. Guys, so try, far, so good. Try taking some new We thought you Hefner was going to live forever, and that didn't happen. I know. <laughs> the bunnies killed him. <laughs> I know. A lot of bunnies, too. Yeah, I can't believe he's dead. Yeah, I know. 91 years old. He had a good run. He did have a good run, actually. He had you know? a really good run. So, you know, I was talking he's to... a lucky guy. I was talking to Bob Barker the other day, and um, he's up in his 90s, too. And um, he's doing good he seems to be doing good he falls once in a while but he's doing good and has betty white and he had bunnies that was his last pet was a rabbit and it died on him oh really yeah i sent him a rabbit book so he he sent me a letter back saying thank you very much and you know that was cool what a nice guy he is a good guy he's a good guy i always wish him well and he's and he loves coming on the show it's just that saturdays tend to be you know his buddy time you know he hangs right. out with his buddies 
So, you know, can't take that away from him. Every once in a while, though, because he's big time in animal causes. He's always donating to, you know, different animal causes across the country. So he does a lot of good. A lot of good. But, awesome. And Betty's doing good, I guess. Um, I haven't talked to her lately. Um, How old is she now? 95. Wow. So, yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? Spry 95. Yeah. Huh? Well, she always said that if she uh, slowed down at any time, that would kill her. So she just, just wants to work, work, and work, and work, and keep going. So, you know, you can't blame her for that. All these celebrities you know, John. Oh, not I'm that, impressed. That you know, I, I know the older ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah, I'm not in my 90s. Well, you're a celebrity, too. You got that movie out. Yeah, that, that horrible movie that came <laughs> I out. I still haven't that, seen it. That action film that you don't want to see. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I still want to see it. It's on It's on the website. If you go to TalkingPets.com, you can, uh, I, I still think it's active. If you, you can click download on, it? You can, if you cl- well, it's not on there, but there's like trailers and stuff that you can look at. Um, Are you in the trailers? Yeah. Oh, get out. It's kind of scary. Um, but it, yeah, you'll see a movie poster on there with me in it, and yeah, I'm on there. So, Oh, that's hysterical. But yeah, check it out. But 844-305-7800 is the number. And by the way, um, if you guys are watching us, you can watch us on uh, Facebook Live right now at Talking Pets Radio. We're waving. And um, you can always watch us there and tune in if you like. But um, we'd like to hear from you guys. And if you're on Facebook Live, don't don't forget, you can call too. And you can also win stuff when we give stuff away. So the number is 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. The doctor is in, Dr. J, and he's here to answer your medical questions and your behavior questions. So pick up the phone and give us a call. Again, 844-305-7800. A story coming up by Ms. Alexi Lapp, so stay tuned for that. We'll be right back with that. But once again, I'm John Patch. Dr. Jared Lazarus. I'm Lexi Lapp. 844-305-7800. You're listening to Talking Pets. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com group of animal advocates is helping the desperate dogs in Puerto Rico, not only now in the midst of the dire conditions left in the wake of Hurricane Maria, but for the last six years. Hurricane Maria made landfall in Yabucco, Puerto Rico, that exact location of Dead Dog Beach, where the Sado Project, a nonprofit animal welfare organization that is dedicated to rescuing abused and abandoned dogs from Puerto Rico year-round, has focused its rescue efforts for the past six years. In Puerto Rico, Sados are are poor, unwanted, often abused dogs that have been dumped on this desolate stretch of beach. The devastated hurricane brought 155 mile per hour winds, huge 
storm surges and tolerant rain and flooding that have pummeled the island into submission. Upon hearing this, the Sato Project immediately mobilized to provide supplies and support its team with boots on the ground, as well to transport as many dogs as they can to safety in the coming days and weeks. Yabucco, which is on the southeastern coast of the island, has been rated the poorest of all 78 Puerto Rican Puerto Rican islands. The median household income is well below the national average, and o- over half of the population lives below the federal poverty line. Yabucco is also where Dead Dog Beach is located. As per the Sato Project's website, as the name states, Dead Dog Beach is usually the last resting place for the dogs, and it is not a happy one. No dog walks to Dead Dog Beach. They are dumped there. There is no food or fresh water on the beach. The heroes of the Sato Project are the dog's only source of food, fresh water, and most importantly, love on a daily basis. Aside from the poverty, Puerto Rico suffers from tremendous crime, including drugs, gangs, and firearms. This further demonstrates animal abuse as a priority. While Puerto Rico has a very strict law regarding animal cruelty and abuse, unfortunately, is rarely rarely applied. Rescuing dogs means more than just pulling them from a beach or the streets. We are dedicated to each and every one of our dogs, and we want to give them the greatest chance in life. The organization states on its website, after that they have been through, after what they have been through, what they have witnessed, we never want them to suffer again. Founded by champion amateur boxer Chrissy Beckles, since its inception in 2011, the Sato Project has rescued over 1,600 dogs rehabilitated them in the highest veterinary standard possible and found them loving homes. In 2016, the organization also launched an ambitious spay, neuter, and vaccine microchip program and is working to bring systematic changes to Puerto Rico through education and partnership on the island. Please consider donating to the Sato Project to help ensure the countless animals in Puerto Rico are not left behind to suffer on their own during the long road to recovery ahead. Reporting from Talking Pets, I'm Lexi Lab. I was born in Puerto Rico We came here when I was a child Before I reached the age of 16 I was running with a gang and we were wild He keeps looking but he don't recognize me Some guy from Lexington or Park Red beans and rice from kitchen windows It's supper time and the patio is dark No one knows you like I do Nobody can know your heart the way I do No one can testify to all that you've been through But I will I was born in Puerto Rico and my blood is Taino Spanish Caribbean, my soul We came here wearing summer clothes in winter, hearts of sunshine and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Jared Lazarus. I'm Lexi Lapp. Have you been to Puerto Rico? Never. Have you? No, I haven't. I have some friends that live there. My friend Jerry lives there and has a home. I haven't heard from him since everything that happened. So, um, you know, it's just a very sad situation. 
and you did see on the news a lot about all the people that lost you know there were there were people that lost lives uh people that lost their homes um i didn't see a lot i don't know if you guys have but i didn't see a lot of stories on the animals there other than lexi just reported there about that one foundation but i didn't see them talking a lot about the animals on the island there in, in puerto rico so stories will come out afterwards probably you're probably right on that but it's such a sad situation though i mean for everything that they're going through and what's even sadder is that um in our political world some of the things that are being said and done and not done and i'll just leave it at that i think most people know what i'm referring to but um so you know i don't know it's it's you look at these people and you know, we could have been there when that hurricane just recently yes. came through, and it could have been that way with us here in Tampa Bay where we produced the program from. And, I mean, I know, you know, I was told oh. I was going to lose my home, and um, so I expected to come home to nothing. I would have lost everything. And when I did come home, it was just so unreal to walk in and walking on my wood floors and, you know, looking at everything that's still here. Um, so, but these poor people, there was nothing left. I mean, not even any walls. But they don't have electricity, water, yeah, I think and they're it, not, they're not going to get back electricity for months. If 10%, I think, got electricity now. Um, and then I think uh, 56%, if I believe that's right, um, have drinking water. Um, but still, that's, you know, that's 44% without drinking water, and that's 90% of people without electricity. It means you don't have a toilet to flush, you don't have cold food, or, you know, or you can't cook anything. And, you know, what's going to happen with the animals on, on, on the island? So if they can't feed them... Yeah, it's, it's just a bad situation. I, stories will come out afterwards, and we'll just shake our heads. No, and it's it's just so it's sad. Sadness. I mean, this this seems to be the year of the hurricane. So And then now Nate is headed towards New Orleans, which, Lord forbid, they don't need another hit. I mean, with Katrina, that happened uh, mm-hmm. like 10 years... Was it 10 years ago now? Something like that, 10, I don't remember. Years ago? It's about 10, 12 it's, years ago. Yeah, it's ago. about that. And um, so now, all of a sudden, you got Nate coming that way, and they say it's definitely a Category 1. It may hit as a Category 2. So, again, it's, you know, people need to be prepared, and we've said it before, right, that they should have some kind of preparedness for not only themselves, but their pets, too. Yeah. Food, water, don't forget your pets. That's the thing. What do you think about people when they leave them behind? Oh, that's horrible. I mean, you're not giving them I mean, I'm I'm biased, but I don't think think it's a a very humane thing to do, to leave your pets behind. I couldn't leave my cats, and I didn't. When I had to evacuate, and I was told to evacuate, I had no choice. Um... Because, like I said, I would lose the house. The pets were the first thing that I created up. Absolutely. So, and then I grabbed whatever I could from that point because, to be honest with you, I left as the storm was coming <laughs> very close um, because we expected it not to come through Tampa Bay. And then it was coming through Tampa Bay, and then it ended up going to the right. So, you know, with Irma, we got a little bit lucky in this area, but a lot of Florida was not so lucky. Sure. But Hey, coming up, we're going to be speaking with Jesse Burns. Jesse Burns actually did a film for uh, Mutual Rescue. And um, you may be familiar with Mutual Rescue a little bit because we did have Carol uh, Novello, the founder of Mutual Rescue, on here several months ago. And um, their films are available online, and they're just very heartwarming stories and very sad as well. So uh, if you want to check them out. But Jesse's going to tell us about her story in this next segment coming up. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Jared Lazarus. I'm Lexi Lapp. Watch us on Facebook Live at Talkin' Pets Radio. And give us a call at 844-305-7800. They called it elephants. 
skin. It was rough, wrinkly, like a Brillo pad. His hair was falling out in clumps. Petey stopped eating and all his hair fell out. Our golden retriever, Sundance, he scratched incessantly. There was hair all over. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. Dynavite is nutrition. Within two weeks, the shedding slowed down to almost none. The scratching went away after a few days, and Sundance's coat was starting to get shiny and glossy. It's a 180 turnaround. His skin has cleared up. He is not in pain. If your dog has shedding, dry skin, excessive scratching due to Dynavite. 859-428-1000. Dynavite for life. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> And you're listening to Talking Pets. I want to introduce to the program right now Jesse Burns. And Jesse is actually a mutual rescue film participant. Um, and they did a film on her, Jesse and Andy. And Andy is her dog. I want to welcome her onto the program, Jesse Burns. Hey, Jesse, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Doing wonderful. It's great to have you on the show with us here of Talking Pets. I want to introduce you to Dr. J. Hi, how are you? Hi. And Lexi, our producer. Hello. Hi. Now, I'm very familiar, of course, with um, Mutual Rescue. Actually, I put in for uh, them to do a film on me as well, and uh, we'll see if, if that happens. Um, but also, um, I'm familiar with Carol uh, Novello. She mm-hmm. is the founder of Mutual Rescue, wonderful woman. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And how did they find you? And what and can you tell the audience what your story was about? And I know if they go if they go on to mutualrescue.org, which is the website, they can actually see this film. And it's uh, what it's about ten minutes long. Mine's about six minutes long, and um, I actually found out um, about Mutual Rescue because of Eric and Petey, which was the first film that they put together about amazing. a man who yes, amazing film. If you haven't seen it, seen it, it's incredible. Um, but about a man who adopted a dog and then ended up losing about 140 pounds. He credits adopting this dog with saving his life. Yeah, that, so, film, that film actually got like 90 million hits. It did. It, it went viral, which is pretty impressive, pretty amazing. Um, so I saw his film, and they were doing a call for stories. And um, 
I have a story about how my dog rescued my life. Um, my boyfriend of several years ended up committing suicide uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, I adopted a dog, and she really pulled me through that, and I credit her with, uh, she's the main reason I am still living today, I think. And so I decided to sit my, submit my story, and um, they actually picked it and, and made my film. Now, October is National Adopt-A-Dog Month, and um, uh, Dr. J, actually, here in Tampa Bay, where we produce the program, Dr. Jarrett, uh, works at the Humane Society of Tampa Bay. Um, and did you get Andy? You found Andy online, but was that from a shelter, or...? It was from a shelter. So I just started after my boyfriend passed away, um, kind of the only thing that sort of could get my mind off of all the terrible things that I was thinking about and sort of my, my deep inward spiral was looking at uh, shelter dogs online. And so I found a picture of her, um, of her looking very, very sad. She's looking directly at the camera and just she looked really pitiful and she looked a lot how I felt. And so I just felt this immediate connection with her. And she was at the local shelter in Colorado Springs, which is where I was living at the time, the Humane Society, the Pikes Peak region. And I ended up going down and adopting her that day. Well, we're so sorry to hear about your boyfriend. And, you know, it is, it's a tough world out there. And, you know, every time you turn on the news, it's just getting tougher and tougher, it seems like, with everything that's going on. And did, did you feel that Andy kind of reached out to you when you saw the dog on online? She did. Like I said, I just felt an immediate connection with her through her, her picture because she looked exactly how I was feeling, just sort of lost and alone and, you know, sort of desperate and pitiful. And um, when I went in to meet her, she was all of those things, but she was also, you know, a puppy. She was only eight months old at the time. Um, and, and I just immediately fell in love with her. And, you know, I think, like I said, looking at animals, and I've always loved animals, but looking at animals and looking at, you know, dogs that were needing homes was really the main thing that, that sort of got my mind off of all the terrible things that were going on in, in my own life. Now, when you adopted Andy, what would you say was the biggest lesson that you learned? So I think the thing that I've learned the most from Andy is to find joy in the little things. She, you know, gets so excited when we just go out in the backyard and play fetch or when we go for a walk around the neighborhood. And uh, I think that we could all be better at that, of just, like, finding joy in the little things and the everyday things that we do. Because, um, like you said, the world is a very hard place right now, and so finding that little piece of joy I think is so important, and I definitely learned that from her. I know one of the things, too, that you said was to try to live in the moment. And I know some of my closest friends, like my friend Ken and all, I mean, always telling me that. Try to live in the moment. Try to not live in what happened, you know, an hour ago or a day ago or a month ago or what you think might happen in the future, but live for now. Is that true? That's absolutely true. And, and Andy is really an example of that as well. She, you know, she just wants to know, okay, what are we going to do right now? Are we going to go out and play? Are you going to feed me? Are we going to go for a walk? And and I think, yeah, exactly like you said, I think we could all do that better and, and not worry about the past, not worry about what might happen in the future and just live for now. How long have you been living with Andy now? I adopted her in 2011. So I guess it's been six years now. How are you doing? You doing okay? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, um, I have a boyfriend. Um, we oh, just celebrated. Thank you. We just celebrated our two-year anniversary, which is wonderful. He's been so supportive through this entire thing, um, just because, you know, I'm sure it's not easy for him to hear me talk about a previous relationship, but he just, he's been so wonderful and so supportive of me telling my story. And then we actually also, about a year ago, we adopted a second dog. So Andy has a little brother now, which is That's really cool. fun for her. Yeah, she, companionship. 
Exactly. So she's got a, a little a little brother to play with. Um, he's a little one year old border collie, and they, you know, she's she's almost like a puppy again. They just play and romp in the backyard, and it's just wonderful. So I think she's really happy too. And it's nice too that your boyfriend now, um, you know, understands. It kind of puts out that unconditional love from him that he cares about you so much that he's, you know, his ears are open and to help you cope with what you've dealt with in the past, and you know, and learn from it and live from it and and grow. Absolutely, and he was so supportive when I first, well, was selected to to participate in mutual rescue. He, I asked him, like, "Are you okay with me with me doing with you know telling my story?" And he said, "Absolutely. This is your story. This is your life. This is who you are. I want you to tell it." So he's just been amazing. Well, congratulations on that, and I'm you know all of us here. We're sorry to hear about you. You know your previous boyfriend. But it's great to have Andy in your life and great to have a companion for Andy as well. And your film, Jesse and Andy, is the fifth film, I believe, by Mutual Rescue. Is that correct? It is, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Mutual Rescue is this wonderful initiative that really is trying to change the conversation from people or animals to people and animals and to really get across that when you support your local animal shelter by donating or uh, adopting an animal, you're also helping the people in your community because, you know, Andy and I are a perfect example of that, of she really saved my life because I don't know if I could have gotten through this devastating experience without her. And so when you're supporting local shelters, you really are helping people too. No, it's absolutely amazing what animals do for us. Um, you know, my 19-year-old cat, Rainy, was, she had a brother, Snowy. Snowy was a little difficult at times, but Rainy was my saint. She was my, uh, I, I used to call her my little diva, and um, she helped me through so much in my life. It was amazing, um, and honestly, I wouldn't be here either if it wasn't for her, I believe. And now, after she's gone, I've adopted two other kitties from the shelter, and uh, they, the pets just bring so much joy into our lives. They do. They really do. I think, you know, they're non-judgmental. They are such a comforting presence. They're so happy to see you when you get home at the end of the day. And just, they just, you know, like, they just, at least for Andy, she brought me out of myself. She made me realize there was still a life to be lived for me um, because she was there for me. And and, uh, I can, you know, I'm forever indebted to her for that. Well, I did get to uh, watch the film on MutualRescue.org, which is the website, and you just click on Jesse and Andy, and um, it's an amazing film. I highly recommend everybody to check it out, and I want to thank you for sharing your story with us here, and please give my best to Carol if you talk to her. I will. And and everybody there at Mutual Rescue, and our our hearts go out to you, Jesse. We're glad that you're doing well, and uh, give our best to your boyfriend. I will. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And definitely hugs to uh, Andy and, and the new pup. I will do that. Take care, Jesse. Thank you so much. That's Jesse Burns. And again, you can actually watch her film on mutualrescue.org. So check it out. And um, it's amazing. There's other films. And, and Jesse said that, too. There's, um, you know, the first film that was done, it actually went viral with 90 million hits uh, with Eric. So um, and I think Eric actually just wrote a book, too. So uh, he's got a book out there as well. But this was a guy that was big time overweight and he adopted this dog and he lost all the weight and now he's a runner and he's doing phenomenal the films are amazing i mean honestly there's five of them on there i, I sat there and cried um in, wow. in every one of them but uh check it out jesse and andy that's the name of the film it's the fifth film by mutual rescue and go to mutualrescue.org. we're gonna take a little break and we come back we have a story by lexi lexi what are you gonna talk about on this one rescue we're huh. talking about animal rescue 
how appropriate. Mm-hmm. Once again, you are listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Jared Lazarus. I'm Lexi Lapp. Don't forget, you can watch us live on Talking Pets Radio at Talking Pets Radio on Facebook Live at Talking Pets Radio. Join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at TalkingPets.com. No G in the talking. And make sure you check out that film by Jesse Burns, Mutual Rescue Film Participant. And you can uh, go for their newsletter as well at MutualRescue.org. Molly, here's your dinner. (coughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. PetLifeRadio.com. Jameson Animal Rescue Ranch, J-A-R-R, and No-Kill Rescue and Sanctuary in Napa Valley for companion and farmed animals in need announced... Yesterday, that it will honor actors and noted animal advocates Ian Summerhold, founder of the Ian Summerhold Foundation, and wife Nikki Reed for their first Jameson Animal Rescue Ranch Humanitarian Award. A new partner of the Napa Valley Film Festival, NVFF, taking place November 8th through the 12th, JARR will present the award to Summer, Summerhold and Reed during the 7th Annual Celebrity Tribute on Thursday, November 9th at the Lincoln Theater in Yachtville. I am delighted to dedicate the 2017 JARR Humanitarian Award to Ian and Nikki for their outstanding animal advocacy work. And Monica, said Monica Stevens, co-founder of Jameson Animal Ranch Rescue. They not only bring inspiration to their fans by promoting a cruelty-free lifestyle, but they show incredible dedication and compassion in their work to educate people and youth to make a positive change for the planet and the animals. The Jameson Animal Rescue Ranch Humanitarian Awards cele- celebrates those individuals who have shown outstanding compassion, advocacy, and dedication to animal protection issues. We are thrilled to work with the Jameson Animal Rescue Ranch team and to open the eyes of our intelligent, film-loving audience to the actors and filmmakers who use their celebrity and resources to inspire us and make a difference in the world, commented Brenda L- Lomer. NVFF co-founder slash director JARR is a special organization that deserves support and recognition and we are thrilled to work with them as a sponsor of our festival that recognizes extraordinary achievements by amazing individuals and teams. Don't forget to check out our website at www.talkingpets.com and watch us live on, fa- on Facebook Live every every Saturday from 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at Talking Pets Radio. Reporting from Talking Pets, I'm Lexi Lapp.
prison It's not a demon, it's not a sin It's a state of mind I find myself in It's not a dream, no, it's as real as it gets And no, I'm not lost, I just lose myself, I guess When the sky gets too dark When the water gets too deep When I beat the fire so much that I can't even take the heat If I ever run too far And when the pieces come unglued The best of me will always need the best of you Best you Through all the highs and lows The can do's I regret the most The wall so hard feels like I can't get through and you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Jared Lazarus. I'm Lexi Lapp. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 844-305-7800. As Hunter Hayes says, rescue. We always want to rescue. You know, if you can uh, rescue a pet by going to, going to your local shelter or uh, your animal rescue group, um, please do so because they need a good home, right? Absolutely. I mean, you see at you know at your humane society here in Tampa Bay, um, a lot of pets coming in, and you know it's nice to see them get adopted. Yep, and adopt not only kittens and puppies, but older animals too. They need love. Definitely, and you know that's that's interesting um, because a lot of people think that oh, I'm going to go in and going to get a puppy, or I'm going to go in and get a kitten. But older dogs, they're already trained. Um, yep. They already know, for the most part, to go outside. I mean, depending on which one you get, you might have to work a little harder with them. Some could be stubborn, but. Older pets are, are a good pet to have. Yeah, and you're doing a real good deed by doing that. And we know what it's like when you've got a puppy or a kitten in the beginning because, you know, puppy whines all night and so yep. on and so forth, where the older older animals necessarily are kind of comfortable in their own. They tend, they tend to know better. Maybe they're more socialized. And they're, they're happy to come home with mom and dad. Yep. Absolutely. So, you know, adopt a pet. Go to your local animal shelter. Please do. By the way, um, for the uh, next two calls that come in right now, if you want to call in, if you haven't received it, and you want to try it, compliments of the show, I want to send you out a bottle of SCOE 10X, the ultimate odor eliminator. This stuff is guaranteed to take out anything. So with any kind of odors that you have, whether it's skunk, dog, urine, blood, whatever it may be, this stuff is guaranteed to take it out. It's called SCOE 10X. And we want you to try it, and hopefully you'll call us back and say, hey, you loved it. Um, so uh, call us with that. Uh, next two calls that come in, and you're going to get a bottle of new tricks as well for your dog or cat. So if you want to bring back you know, um, brain function into your older pets, uh, healthy brain and uh, mental agility and cognitive focus, Nutrix will do that for you for your dogs or cats in their older years. So if they're house-soiling or disoriented or confused, changes in their sleep uh, patterns, aimless wandering, uh, their interaction is off with family members, that's a lot of times because they're older in their senior years, and Nutrix will help bring back the old pet. So we're going to send you a bottle. for. Make sure you tell Quinn that you have a dog or a cat. So uh, I need to know if you want the dog or the cat, Nutrix. So call right now to Quinn. You don't even have to come on air with this. Compliments of our sponsors. You're going to get a bottle of SCOE 10X and a bottle of Nutrix. 844-305-7800. That's 844-305-7800. And thanks for joining us in this hour of the program. And uh, congratulations to Ian. Um, actually, I know he was, there was an award show I used to do years ago called the Genesis Awards, and it was that's how I met a lot of celebrities, was that, you know, they were always being honored or partaking in giving awards to, you know, uh, people in the film industry or newspapers or just television and even radio. And they would receive an award for good things that they did towards animals. So and it was called the Genesis Awards. And a good friend of mine, uh, Gretchen, is the one who started that, Gretchen Weiler. 
Um, and that's when I was participating in the organization when Gretchen was alive, but she died of cancer, and then the HSUS took it over, and um, I don't participate with, with them out there anymore. But um, it's a good organization, and it's a, it's a good award show, so they do a good job. But again, that's, uh, that's called um, Genesis Awards, so you can check that out too. But Ian's part of that as well, and uh, like you heard the story with Lexi where he received an award He's really good looking. He's from um, uh, Vampire Diaries. Yes. I, I only watched like two seasons because the person that I was watching it with um, started watching the episodes ahead of me and would text me everything that was happening. So I, I was hooked on Vampire Diaries for years when it came out. I it's a good show. Never I, missed an episode. Really? Yeah, I liked it a lot. I really liked it, but when you are trying to watch it with somebody and they just keep telling you everything that's going to happen next and it's not as fun to watch it anymore. Yeah, I actually stopped watching it the last two years, I think, but um, I was hooked on it for the first couple of years. Really? Yeah, Am really I watching show. it? Really, really good show. You can probably see it on like Netflix. That's, that's or on Netflix. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I would definitely watch it. It's a great show. So, if you like vampire tech shows. Yeah. So, But it's it's done very well. Mm-hmm. But once again, you are uh, listening to Talking Pets. Spay and neuter your pets and help control that pet population. If you're looking to adopt a pet, go to your local animal shelter or rescue. Get one there. Don't forget, call right now, 844-305-7800. The first two calls to come in, you get a bottle of SCOE 10X and a bottle of Nutrix for your dog or cat. I'm John Patch. I'm Dr. Jared Lazarus. I'm Lexi Lab. Thanks for joining us in this hour of Talking Pets. Thank you. Uh, talk to you again very soon, and bye for now. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.